Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiance time with my co-host, the Coupon Queen. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And of course, we are talking about 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, episode from last night, Drive Me Crazy Like a Roulette Wheel. And thank you to our viewers from Facebook Live and also those listening on to the podcast platform that of your choice. Thank you guys again for tuning in. And Coupon Queenpin, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing better than a 90 day fiancers, like you always say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me tell you, last night was nuts. Well, I forgot and I keep forgetting to ask you every week, how thin is the air? Well, okay. The air has gotten really thin since uh, Princess Andre has become Princess Andre now. I don't get that. <laughs> um, <laughs> And now all of a sudden he's alpha male, Andre. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, I feel like we need to start with him just to let everything out. Oh my gosh, yes, this man here. Uh, so, as you know. <clears throat> Princess Andre and her royal and his royal subject, Libby, uh, have actually arrived in Moldova, and he's been a little bit uh, he's pretty much been showing his butt. Like let let's let's be honest, he's been showing his behind. Like it, it, I don't get it. All of a sudden, he's Mr. Macho Man, and you know you need to listen to me. And I, I don't, I don't understand this. What, what, what got into him? Like, is it that he's in his home country, or what? I feel like he got the extra power because he was going back to his country, and he gets to show off to his friends and kind of make a fool of what America is like and what he's been going through. So I feel like with that and not being able to see his friends, he's got that higher power. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. But he was a total jerk. He was very unsupportive. But we already know he's always been like that. And right, Libby had every right to, to say what she wanted to say. Yeah. And the funny thing is his friends aren't impressed. No, I was so happy. His friends are not impressed. I, I mean, the way he, happy. the way he thought, the way he was sounding was like, yeah, you know, I am like, you know, captain of the team and that's not the case. I'm the men of the house, the men of the house. So, yeah, I'm, I don't know. It's really, really weird. And then that thing at, at the breakfast table with, you know, you know how you listen at home here? You have to listen double. 
what in the world? Like, okay, is has he not told his family that he has no job? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't think he has. He has an... I, I feel like when the family comes over, that's where it's going to come out and say, your son's been actually sitting at home while my daughter's working her butt off just to support the family. That's where I feel like that's, it's going to come out when they all get together. Because yeah, we all know. I think that's, that's why he's kind of acting a little, uh, how do you say it? He's acting a little, you know, nervous because the truth is going to come out. Yeah, and he's very shady. He he is very shady. He, is he tells his family shady. beforehand of what to expect, which I know we talked about it last week and they brought it up again. Right. And I just didn't like how when Libby asked, so does your mom do this every day? Yeah, it's like all she's asking is, is this the norm? Like you didn't have to go there. That's that's the weird thing. You didn't have to go there. And 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 it's really really sickening. Like everybody's getting along, and then he always manages to throw some monkey wrench of a of a quote into his into everyone's plan. Yeah, and I don't like that. I really don't. And no, it's gonna be it's gonna be really bad. And of course, we know the type of person they're dealing with exactly exactly they're dealing with you know mr i don't care i've got this going on i've i'm handling this i'm such a mom and don't be you better tell your family not to piss me off here in moldova because what was that (laughs) where he was threatening them like no one will ever find them i don't get it I honestly don't get it. I don't get why he's like that. I don't think a lot of Europeans are like that. Maybe there's a special kind. But no, it's just him. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, for real. It's just him. I, it's just him. I don't know what it is. It's like, I feel, I understand where you're saying where he can be a little bit nervous and he's kind of like, oh my gosh. Right. Um this can go really bad or I'm going to get caught or whatever, whatever can be. But really his motive is so disgusting. Like it is, it's absolutely disgusting. It's like, he wants to show off and I bet you, he hasn't told the family that he's using her mom's money. I mean, her dad's money Mm -hmm. to do this. I'm pretty sure it's going to come out. It's going to come out. I, oh, I have a feeling. Chuck is not going to go for this. No, he's not. And I feel like Chuck's going to have one-on-one time. With, exactly. With his brother, first of all. And his brother is going to help translate to the dad because he might as well when Andre is not there because Andre, when it comes to translation with Andre, and if no one has noticed, which I think most of us have, and for those tuning into the show, like this first season, if this is your first season, I mean, Andre is the type of guy to, let's say, hey, nice to meet you. Andre's translation would probably be, why are you talking to me? Right. 
So it will happen. And I feel like Chuck's going to be the smarter guy and say, no, I would love to sit down with your brother since he speaks English. And I would love to speak with your dad. And if you can be the translator, because there's no point of having Andre being part of that because he's just going to ruin it. Right. And remember, I mean, Andre has met the dad before. And, I mean, Chuck has met the dad before. Yeah. So this won't be the first time. And I mean, even when he was, saying all the stuff he was saying last week remember the dad was sitting there like why why are we doing this so because he already knows that her family isn't like that yeah and I'm, you know what i wouldn't be surprised even if his dad went up to chuck and said hey how's it going let's talk one-to-one and see what's happening i want to make sure that your daughter's okay and my granddaughter because like you said, they've already met before. He's had right. a great first impression of Chuck and the family. Uh, welcome in in open arms. But of course, Andre has to come in sneaky, sneaky, like sneaky, right. sneaky, Akini, and all of a sudden kind exactly. of like blow it out of proportion when it doesn't need to be. So this this whole thing that was going on last night from arriving to the breakfast and now meeting with friends I was kind of like I'm a, I, I'm so happy that the friend his best friend that they've lived together they've kind of traveled together opened up and was saying in his side interview like I don't know what's wrong with Andre like I would prefer right, to be working exactly. and providing I want to be the one who wants to provide for my family and he doesn't seem to be like that and I really no, enjoyed I really not. enjoyed him getting made fun of saying like oh he's the woman of the house why don't you have a job how could you not work and I don't know right. like what did you feel when Libby went to the other part of the restaurant with the two other ladies which I forgot who they were I know one of them is the sister-in-law right and the other one what did you think of her explaining about her family and how they are about like do you think she was doing the right thing to kind of let them know like Jen's so loud I don't loud. think she was doing the right thing I honestly because it's almost like it's almost like I know she means well and she's trying not to get embarrassed. But in other words, you don't know how they're going to act. And they're not that loud. These aren't people that, they're not like Angela and, and Lisa. Like, they're not loud people. I don't get where it was like, oh my gosh, they're loud Americans. And my thought honestly is if, if Andre hates it so much, why doesn't he just go home? Like, why doesn't he just leave and go home? Exactly. Why doesn't he go home? Like, if it's, everybody's making your life so miserable, why don't you just leave? Yeah. And most of these 90 dayers say the same thing all the time. I can't live like this. Your family this. Your family that. I can't handle it. I don't know exactly. what to do. Your family's crazy. Go home. Oh, wait, it's because you want a green card. Oh, my gosh. But you can't go home? Is it really that important to you? I mean, let's put it this way. There's one. She doesn't seem to care. And she's on the verge of going home. And I can't blame her. Yes. 
<laughs> yes, that one. She really sticks to her word, though. Like, yeah, um, she does. She, she does. does. She does. But overall, with Andre's attitude, Libby trying to throw Jen under the bus, kind of being the loudest American ever, and she makes things out of big proportion. She shouldn't have. She should have just let her let his friends judge for themselves. Maybe yeah. they could have gone along. I don't think Jen's that person to be extremely loud. I don't think her family's extremely loud. I think Libby is missing the point of how her family is actually trying to defend her and help her have some sort of logic to all of this in a way of, hey, your husband, your fiance, whatever, your soulmate, he's not all there. Yeah, well, we all, let's put it this way. I'm really trying to figure out how everyone else sees it and she doesn't. That is, that is really my question is how does everyone else see it? And Libby just does not. It's weird. (sighs) It is very weird. This is my whole thing with this. And correct me if I'm wrong or add anything to it. I feel like when Libby's with her family, she's one person. She's gets upset, tells them about what Andre does to her and how he doesn't get it. Why does he do these things? But then when she's with him, he's trying, she's trying to be on his level. So she doesn't go against it, but sometimes she does because really she doesn't have a choice sometimes. Right. And it's like, she's playing two sides. She's living, she's living in this world of, She's Ani. She's being what everybody needs her to be. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> she is totally Ani from 13 Reasons Why. That's right. <laughs> it, it's, it's, so, it's super crazy. She's just uh, all over the place. And, and I agree. She is one way with her family. She's another way with Andre. And it's like... Honestly, I have to say, I don't know if we've met the real Libby. That That's really my question now. Have we met the real Libby? That's a really good point. We Have we met the real Libby? Because this Libby is all over the place. Right. It's kind of like Stephanie. You're getting Stephanie from the YouTube channel. And then you get Stephanie in real life. And then you get Stephanie in a different life. Uh, So it's like, you don't even know what Stephanie it is out of the three outside, off camera, in camera and on the internet. So you don't even know what's who Stephanie is. It's exactly like with Libby on there. You're getting him consistently of being this jerk thinking he's like, yeah, he's, you know, he's he's the king of the world, but he's just the princess. So chill out. Yeah, I know. I know. It's super crazy. And I think maybe now after meeting his friends, now I see why he possibly wants to, he wanted to throw this big wedding. In mm-hmm. other words, it's all about impressing his friends. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And they already don't like him. They kind of think that he is, you know, he they know who he is. They grew up with him, you know, so it's not, there is no, oh my gosh, you know, he's the greatest person in the world because they were just like dogging him. 
Yeah, they were so unimpressed with him. And I was like, wow, yes. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) I was actually happy about that. I was like, wow, finally. (sighs) But, you know, I think we've over talked about princess oh, yeah, because they they weren't that amazing and their segment was small enough for a princess yes uh-huh and i gotta say that next week's episode is going to be really kind of hard to see because we're going to see Libby actually kind of just get fed up with him in their side interview and the fact right. that he talks back um, usual princess well, it's style. it's not even that he talks back, it's that he's so rude. Like, how do you tell somebody, like, just say, shut up? Yeah. How could you? How could you? And this is supposedly somebody, supposed to be somebody that you you love like Mm -hmm. and you're just like shut up like that is to me one of the most disgusting things he he has no regard for her it's all about him and I mean at this point to me you're not even thinking of the way your daughter views you you're really not you're just thinking about oh it's me myself yeah it's always about him so yeah no i'm not impressed i'm not impressed either and he's like a jerk (laughs) he's total jerk (laughs) so can we definitely move on from the princess and his royal subject yes we can (laughs) okay so who did you want to talk about next since we talk about since we're talking about princesses i think we should move on to princess aswello Oh my gosh, Asuelu. The only person I wanted to kick, everyone was hoping he got lost on a bus, but unfortunately, I mean, okay. Queen Pin, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, because guys, I was getting ready to go for the rabbit hole. All right. As we know, last week, Asuelu was upset and let's be honest, he was throwing a temper tantrum because he couldn't go to Samoa. So, and he, since he's so upset he couldn't go to Samoa, he actually picked a fight with Kalani and her mom. And it's like, okay. Then he gets there and she says one thing and he's outside eating unripe ripened oranges and talking about magical powers and then he has to grab his stuff and leave and so I don't even know how she got in contact with him but obviously he wanted her to know that he was still in town even though he swore to the production team that he was going back to Utah which he did not um and He's trying to be such a butt munch that he gives her the wrong address to the hotel three separate times. Like, grow up, dude, for real. Like, seriously, I, I, I can't say it enough. Grow up. Like, it, it's not that serious. 
This is another one. You have two children with this woman and you can't even be enough of an adult for your two sons. Like, really? So instead of coming out on his son's, because guys, remember, this is his son's birthday weekend. So they rented an Airbnb and they're having family and friends over that they haven't seen in forever, but Asuelu wants to stay in the room. But I have been waiting for this man to show up and waiting for this man to show up. And my best friend Lo showed up. Yes. <laughs> Lo showed up and let him know but the thing was, he did promise Kalani and her mom that he wasn't going to do anything to him physically. That was the promise. But he did have words with him and said, listen, this is your son's weekend and you need to be there for your son. Now, okay, I have to ask you a question, Angelica. Was wasn't his face priceless? Like he looked like he was getting talked to by his own father. Oh that, yeah. That was the craziest thing. He's sitting there. It's like, yes. It was like watching a five-year-old. No. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. He was definitely super scared. And he was really, you can tell the type of relationship they have. He's super scared. He doesn't know how to react. He's afraid right. of saying the wrong thing because, you know, his face will be crushed. Let's just yeah, put it that way. And, and that's the thing is because Lowe even said it in his side interview. He says, the way to handle this, I don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't want to talk. He's like, but I promised my wife and my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he is disappointed. Like he's, he was disappointed from the beginning, let's face it. But it's just, this is the cherry on top for him and it's not flying by him. The fact that you disrespected his wife. That's the thing you disrespect on top of that daughter. And then you disrespect his wife. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, Asuelo is just cruising right now. Oh, yeah. He is cruising. Mm -hmm. So they get through, of course, Oliver's birthday party. And, you know, I, I, you know, the other thing is I don't get Kalani. It's almost like she enables him with the whole disgusting behavior. Because it's like, well, I have to check on him. Well, what, was he going to fall out of the bed? Mm-hmm. And then even after the party, she's like, so wasn't this great? Like, you're trying to make sure that his feelings, but he's been a jerk to you the whole time. But you're trying to, like, spare his feelings, and he's not even remotely, like, you know... I don't know how she thought she was going to get an apology from him. Mm-hmm. Like she's, oh, he doesn't think he should apologize. 
this man was going to stay in the room and play video games all weekend if you let him. Mm-hmm. So why would he think that he should apologize? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know how this couple is still together. Like from what I'm seeing now, I don't know how they're still together. I don't know how low hasn't like rearranged this guy's face. Because uh, I, I can't like these past two, and and the internet has been saying it. They've been everyone's been feeling bad for him, but it's like now it's like no, no, not at all, not at all. You have shown us your true colors. Mm-mm. Exactly, I seeing that segment of him being so disrespectful to everybody including his kids it's your kid's birthday you can't just suck it up and be there and pretend to be a happy family right like what is wrong with him are you that upset that you can't see your mom and your family there's a measles outbreak. You're going to put your kids in danger while kids are dying? Well, the thing was, he was like, well, we're going to sit in the, in the what did he say? They would sit in the hotel. So oh, how yeah. are you going to see your family if you're going to Samoa to sit in a hotel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how does that, that work? absolutely no sense. And who do you know that when they go on vacation or even go away, for like even the day, like a, a day trip, just stays in the hotel. No, it does not make sense. No, it doesn't. And then he comes up with the excuse of nobody understands me. Nobody. I'm no. always alone. In his mind. Mm. In his mind. Uh like I said, I am a, I'm I am absolutely amazed that Lowe has not done anything to him. Soon. He's building it up even more. <laughs> he is. He really, really is. Oh, gosh. I think we're done talking about him. We are done with this couple. Oh, boy. So can we have some happy news? Yes, let's go with some happy news. Who do we got so, next? We actually, actually, it is crazy to even think of this couple as happy news because I'm talking about none other than Angela and Michael. Now she's getting ready to go to, because we know she was getting ready. She bought her, she bought her dress already. She's going to Nigeria to marry Michael and, you know, she's, talking to everybody and making sure and she's getting she got like a red eye flight because when she got to the airport like nobody was there so she gets on the flight and she arrives in Nigeria and she sees her as she says her soon-to-be husband Michael and they're having a great time. They're having an amazing time. He rented a an apartment. Jihoon. Oh, sorry. Did I say that? Yeah. He rented an apartment 
and you know they're trying to see what it would be like to live together so this is why they're not doing the hotel thing they're you know they're trying to make it work and she's letting him know like you know this apartment better look good i better be pleased with this apartment because but everybody knows that angela has standards now Mm -hmm. She's the type that it's there. There's no guessing from the gate. It, you're either in or you're out. So she gets in, and guys, this apartment was really, really good. Michael did good. I mean, what did you think of the apartment at first glance? You know what? I thought he did such a great job he really took into consideration what Angela was, was wanting. Right. I felt like he did what he, he was supposed to do. Yeah. He had a little hiccup, which we're going to get into, but I felt that apartment was pretty good. It was kind of like what uh, Samit had the first place for Jenny. Right. The first, the first apartment for, for for Jennifer. Right. But then She's going around the apartment and there's a rat dead in a trap. And Angela lets out a scream that if it had been any higher, only dogs would have heard it. (laughs) Which was like, oh my gosh. And we see the cutest, they have the cutest little exchange because she's screaming and he picks up the rat and then he starts, I mean, I, I, I think I would have been freaked out too to be chased around the house by a rat. <laughs> <laughs> but he picks it up and he starts teasing her before he throws it out. But yeah, I mean, it was like, oh, super cute. But then I'll be very honest. This portion kind of reminded me of the whole baby girl Lisa mm-hmm. with the bed. Oh, Yeah. Because she's like, this bed is hard. This bed is too hard. But the thing is, Michael did explain that where he, where they are, it's hard to get a soft bed. It is extremely hard to get a soft bed. But at least Angela's like, you know what? Fix it. Fix it, fix it, fix it. It's a huge difference from... Uh- we had Angela so many times and go to Lisa who's like oh my gosh disaster and then having Angela again who is like I think she learned from Lisa not to overreact because you're gonna look like a fool and everyone's gonna come after you yeah because if I could have sworn she would have acted like Lisa like this bed is too hard I can't have this bed it's gonna hurt my back like you know what I mean it's yeah no like I have back problems you need to fix this (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah, that was pretty cool that was that was pretty cool so they were the sweetest they were the sweetest this time but next week we see i don't know if sometimes michael doesn't have the best choices Mm -hmm. he really really doesn't because he takes her to it sounds like meet some expats and maybe sound like he's trying to get her to stay in Nigeria. So it's like, oh, darn it, darn it, Michael. You, you, you had it. All you had to do was let it ride. 
So we will see because of course she threatens that they're not getting married, but we know this is the trend with these two. You know, they love each other, they hate each other, they love each other, they hate each other. You know, it just depends on the day of the week, the time of the year, the temperature, the time of the day, you know, any, any pick one and, you know, it'll pretty much be different. <laughs> but Michael, I'm done with you. I'm done with you. This is it, Michael. I'm done with you. <laughs> I know. We, we actually had coined the phrase K1 and done because of her. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm done with you, Michael. I'm done with you. And next thing we know, she's singing songs about how she's in love with him and got the grids calling him Papa Michael. And so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a tennis match with them. So, yeah, I don't know. But that was, that was like really cool. I, 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 was, I was glad for this happy moment with them. And, and it just seems like, you know, because actually Angela is showing that she's really nervous. And even in her side interviews, she said, you know, the reality of her getting married is now hitting her. So. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. Moving on. Oh, my gosh. OK, we have two couples to go. Should so we do the want to go with the thruple? <laughs> oh my gosh, the thruple, the quadruple, the quintuple. I'm telling you, these guys are an exponential upple. That's what they are. Because every time I turn around, someone's being added. Because now I think we're up to six tuple. Because we have Colt, Larissa, Mama Debbie. Jess, <laughs> Vanessa, <laughs> and Eric's back in the picture. Oh, yeah. Did we forget Eric? Oh, yeah. Eric. <sighs> okay. Okay. So, Queen Larissa, who finally admitted, guys, it only took her a week. It only took her a week to admit that I am jealous of Colty. Really? Really? Like, we didn't notice this? <laughs> really, Larissa? Yeah, we already knew you were jealous of Colt. This is why you called up Jess. So, <laughs> she has decided that she no longer likes being single and she actually wants someone to take care of her and she goes on a date we thought that i i honestly thought that she was going on a second date with uh with the uh, kardashian lookalike the scott disick lookalike but no she's meeting eric her ex-boyfriend or should i say her exy boyfriend Edgy. Eric, yes. So <laughs> Eric and and he actually admits that he misses her, which was like you miss the crazy, but he says something that we had no clue about. So 
I don't know what's going on with Queen Larissa because she broke up with him via text, like out of the blue, nowhere. And okay, for all of you that don't know who may try to break up with someone via text, like man up and do it face to face. That is the suckiest, most cowardice way to do it. That's like cowardly, super, that just shows a large amount of cowardice. So, no. But then she also said, he also says that she filed a police report against him. And I'm like, what? So she explains that he, she had some girls like threatening her on his behalf and she didn't know if they were him, if they were just playing on her phone. So to protect herself, since she was on probation, she filed a police report. Uh, yeah, way to go, princess. Like, really? I, I, I don't know. I think she likes her life filled with police reports. That, that's starting to be the feeling I get. She just well, likes the police reports. Yeah, I feel like she does. It's it's one of her favorite things to have in, you know, hung up in her bedroom uh, to have that many police reports and file more police reports and stuff. But I wasn't surprising to me that she had to go back to Eddie and, you know, it's about time that she admits that she's actually jealous of Colty with her new uh, girlfriend, Jess. And, you know, right. she... She gets free plastic surgery. She doesn't want to leave the country, which I feel like that's one of the big things. Kind of like, oh, I get free plastic yeah. surgery. I get this. I get that because I have so many followers and yada, yada. But, you know, I, Larissa, we, we know her past. I, if Colty wasn't in a relationship. She'd be trying I, to get back with him. Exactly exactly she would try whatever it takes to get back but she knows that it would just be one of those one-time couple month flings and then that's it because she knows who's she knows that debbie's there right debbie's going to be there to interrupt and you know larissa she's struggling she's really struggling it didn't work Mm -hmm. out with the last guy because you know you just put it out there you've been arrested three times you entertain well, I mean, the crap out that, of him. <laughs> yeah, that would have scared me too. I'd have been like, uh, what in all the convicts is going on here? Like, what? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Which now has become a progressive commercials, that specific scene. But <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like, you know, she's so desperate that her only choice was to go back to Eric and you know Eric I feel like he went with it because hey that's 15 minutes of fame and we did see the pictures of them I think was before the new year of them being together and then I think they eventually split up and she doesn't have anybody in her life so they did try it out again and for those following on her Instagram you could see the timeline of when they went back together so you know whatever it is what it is she's I don't know. She should be focusing more on how to find a job or how to get, well, she can't even work because of her green card. Who is supporting her? Like, seriously. 
she's got these friends. Oh yeah, that's right. These friends. She's got these friends. Gee, some good so, friends. Yeah, so she's been doing that, but Mama Debbie and Colty are going to Brazil. Yes, Mama Debbie and Colty go to Brazil. Seems that she got a nice mani patty. She's got these acrylic nails on her. I may be saying it wrong because I'm not the person that goes gets her nails done every week. Uh, but I I was a bit shocked how she kind of got her nails done because it doesn't seem like Debbie to do that. But, you know, they're getting ready to pack up and go. And, you know, he's got a lot of stuff he's bringing. He's trying to put on his best outfits together because he's going to see Jess. Um, I find it strange. I'm sorry. I just some parts of this I couldn't because Debbie should have stayed home a little bit. And yeah. he could have because I'm pretty sure Colty would have gone back to see Jess anyway, so she would right. have gone on to that trip on the second time around. But you know, Debbie cannot let go of Colty, she needs to be right behind him like a dog on a leash. So that's the crazy part. But we actually got to see how cheap Colt was on this trip. <laughs> but before we even go further with that. They've had a long, extremely trip. And sometimes yeah. a long, long trip, a lot of people can't even handle it. doesn't matter how old you are. Even me, yeah, if it's a really handle, long trip, yeah. sometimes I can't handle it. Because sometimes I take a different way and it, it just takes me longer to get home. But I really ha- want that break in between. But you're still exhausted. And the shirt that <laughs> Deffy was wearing. Oh my gosh, the cat shirts. It gave me those, like, I was trying to think of a song that could go with her shirt. It just kept remind, giving me, like, keyboard cat vibes. <laughs> oh, my God. It gave me, like, I'm trying to think of the song. Oh, my God. You probably know what I'm thinking. Maybe not. Um, they see me rolling. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That... Because the way she comes out of the airport in slow-mo, because she's extremely tired. But she's, like, literally turning into, like, resting witch face as she's coming out of the airport. She is. She is. It was so hilarious. The the shirt literally changed her, okay? (laughs) The shirt gave me those vibes. Um so they eventually arrive she's extremely exhausted Jess is anticipating their arrival um sees Colty runs towards him they start making out and everything and then Colty makes it so weird he's just like the first thing I would have done is hug and kissed and then I would have said oh hey by the way this is my mother Um, mother meet girlfriend boyfriend hello like you know, not just do make out in front of her. Exactly. Like, do the introduction. Do it right. He, he did, definitely did not do it properly. No, and it was so weird. It was just so weird and awkward because it felt like five minutes of them making out at the airport. They get into the car. She is, like, literally thrown into the back because the back is the worst because you get cars sick depending how long. And it seems like it took an hour to get from the airport to the hotel. 
And again, in, in that car ride, like she's exhausted. Why couldn't someone give her water? Why couldn't a, her freaking right. son, so-called like, oh, I take care of my mother, could have just like, hey, let's find somewhere to eat. Let's stop by quickly, grab something right. so she can eat on the go. Like, I felt like Colty kind of just blocked his mother out of this whole situation. And well, I mean, just cared about Jess. Like, they were lip-locked from the moment they got off the plane. <laughs> they were literally, like, lip-locked from the moment they got off the plane. It's like, it's like, oh, my gosh. And the crazy part is Mama Debbie's face, like, ooh, ooh. It's like, okay. <laughs> we were all feeling it. We were all feeling the same emotion. I was exactly, just like, exactly, no. Exactly. And she was like, are you kidding me? It was just so funny. Oh, and, crazy. And I was thinking the way he was saying like, okay, we're going to drop her off at the hotel. I thought that they rented, like she was going to a different hotel or something. And I'm like, okay. And they have one room, guys. One room. One room split with two little beds, two queen be- uh, twin beds, and one queen bed, or it could be a double, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, Jess is already complaining how she's not going to have alone time. And, you know, she tried so hard to go up to Debbie because Debbie needed to sleep. Listen, I was okay with Debbie wanting to sleep, but she didn't have to get into her skin as well. But Debbie didn't have to be such a rude witch and say, just give me 30 minutes. Just give me 30 minutes. I just want to sleep. I'm so tired. Get away from me. Get away from me. I just want to sleep. I know she was just too much. She was too much. You got to remember, she's not going to be able to have alone time with her son because of this just woman. She's away from her cats. She's out of the country for the first time. She's got a lot going on. There's a lot of pressure, a lot of anxiety, guys. A lot of pressure. Yeah, a lot is happening to Debbie. So let her sleep. But, you know, Jess needs to feel the priority of being that number one. Like, you need to, hello, I'm here. My vacation with Colty and Mother Debbie. Exactly. And she's like, I worry that Debbie hates me. Girl, join the club. Debbie hates everybody. (laughs) (laughs) That's nothing you. Debbie hates everybody. So. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. But I, you know, Cole should, Colty should have done better. And he claims that the suite that he ordered um, was lost in translation. Who knows? Whatever it is. But you know, I'm curious to see how Debbie reacts being in a different country. We already saw a glimpse of it already in the hotel room. And then now Jess needs to fight for time with Colty. Debbie's going to be the third wheel of this relationship during this yes. vacation. Oh my gosh, I'm here for it because I'm I'm ready to see what happens. But she's used to being third wheel. I mean, remember what she did to Colt and Larissa? Yeah, but she's this is Jess now. And you but, know, this is a new person. 
Well, she did say, if you guys paid attention to the trailer, she said, if Jess thinks she's going to break up the bond that Colt and I have, she's in for a world of trouble. Dun, dun, dun. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we know she's going to have some words for her. And yes. let me tell you something. I have dated in the past guys that are like pretty much mama's boys. It's not cute. Ladies, don't do it to yourselves. You're not going to be able to get in between that bond. It's it's super weird. Nowhere to the extent of Deb and Colt, but no, still no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Let's move on. So let's talk about Tanya and Sinjin. I was going to say that. Yes. Let's talk about Tanya and Sinjin. These two... I don't know. Like we knew from the beginning, she was kind of cuckoo for cocoa puffs, cuckoo for cocoa puffs. But I, you know, Sinjin, what's wrong with you, buddy? All of a sudden, you want to go back home. You don't want to have children here, raise them in America. You don't want them to grow up here in America. You, I feel like Sinjin, the fact that Tanya's out of work. Like she can't work because of this accident. A lot of pressure is being put on him. And now he's coming up with the excuse of, I want to go back home. Like, is he trying to pull up Andre and be a stay at home uh, husband here? Like, he may be. He may be. But the thing is, in a way, not that I am completely on his side, but the simple fact that she's like, I I I would feel bad if. You marry someone who tells you right before you get married, you know, you're not their soulmate. I don't even think I could have married someone that yeah, would have said that. That's like, true. Like, uh, the, what? Now you're soulmate. But the thing is, now she's like pushing him to have kids. But it's it's almost like it's a trophy for her. Like, in other words, it doesn't matter who it is. She just wants the experience of having babies. And and I think that's really what 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 Sinjin is not getting. In other words, it's the experience of having babies. Like, oh well, I set this goal for this this particular age bracket, and I'm going to meet this goal with or without you. So yeah, I mean, she's just kind of did that, and then it's just been one crazy ride for these two. It has been absolutely one crazy ride for these two people. And Sinjin, how can I put it? Sinjin is pretty much, you know, I, I don't know if he's kind of taking, he's not taking it well. Let, let's be honest. He's not taking it well at all. He's just not taking it well. And he's starting to blow up. I mean, we saw the drinking last week. We saw the, you know, we saw him not get the job, but it's almost like Tanya's not being as forgiving as she should. And again, I have to go back to the point where he said to her, you know, that he feels like a character in her story. And, and she's still doing the same thing. She's the same old Tanya. 
she just like has this idea of the way her life should go and everything else should just kind of fit in it. And that's the crazy part is that how do you do that to someone? How do you make someone fit into your narrative? Like you have this plan and it it's kind of like insert name here or insert person here. And that's really what she's doing to him. That That's the only reason I kind of feel the way I feel because she's not being the most forgiving person. I mean, it is super duper crazy, but he's not helping his case either. I mean, he knows he has to find a job and maybe he needs to take a page out of Andre's book and try to become a handyman. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Craigslist is the way to go, but I mean, I'm pretty sure there are people looking for handymen in the neighborhood, you know? So yeah, that, that's, that's just my take on it. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about these two because they're just like fighting like cats and dogs ever since they got into this new apartment. Yeah. I agree with you. They've been fighting like cats and dogs. I totally agree with you what you said. I just I, I don't know what's next for these two. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's next for them either. It's just been it's just been really, crazy. really crazy. <laughs> I mean, she's crying, he's crying, he's yelling about her having arthritis, <laughs> he's getting drunk and coming in with the beer burps, which means he's had way too much beer. Um, so, and then I don't get it. Like, they're both bartenders. So both how bartenders. is that going to work? They're going to be both bartenders for many years to come until they figure out and say, hey, let's be a restaurant bartender so we can work during the day. Yeah, like, really. That's (laughs) super crazy. Yeah. Well, not much to talk about, Dom, because it's been the same situation since the season started. Yeah, because I think the only thing we've seen is house bar restaurant so yeah <laughs> oh and one interview and some doctor visits yeah but those were like those were even like side flashes those weren't even like real it's been the same thing like literally nothing's really changed about them um but i think it's safe to say to move on to our last couple oh my gosh the king of the duck waddle and karini Oh my gosh, these two are hilarious. So, you know, I think the thing that gets me about Paul is like, he wants to be praised for the little things because he's like, doesn't it feel great to have a car instead of taking an Uber? And look at this amazing supermarket. I think that's what I need to do. I should I should do a Paul a Paul version of a uh, point of view video, and let all my listeners see the amazing supermarket. <laughs> 
is he is he trying to become a commercial real estate agent? Like, I don't this know. is a big supermarket. Welcome. This is for sale. We have 20,000 square feet, four different types of onions, 10 different types of apples. And hey, they got grapes on sale. Have you seen something like this before? Welcome to America. Now, I don't know if she was like so done with him. I, 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 I was a little bit, I'll be very honest. The couponer in me was like pissed off. I'll be very honest with the whole buy five, save five. And she's like not getting it. But I mean, the other thing is, and I've had people say this, like, in other words, he's been saying he's worried about money. So why would she want you to spend, even if it is just $4.95 on baby wipes when you've been complaining about money this whole time? But you are saving $5. (laughs) I was just like, I was, I was, I was, I was actually, I was kind of conflicted (laughs) with this one because it's like, Dude, does she not recognize the sale that she's getting? And then it was like, but he's been complaining about money all this time. It doesn't matter that it's under $5. Like, he's been complaining about money. She doesn't even want him to spend a dollar on her. Because that's been the whole thing. It's like, oh, the money, the money, the money, the money. I don't have, you know, I mean, it's super crazy. But he just kept saying, isn't this amazing? Look at all of this produce. In our side interview uh, in Manaus, there's been a lot of supermarkets and big. There's even one where we used to live. Uh, it's just so annoying. <laughs> yeah, actually, he was kind of giving me big Ed vibes there. Oh, God. Like the whole like, well, it's better because it's in America. <laughs> but you say $5 when you buy five. by the way okay so in case anybody was wondering okay tlc you are not low they were in kroger i i I figured that out from the whole from the whole buy five save five and the little signs on the on the thing they were in kroger in kentucky don't know which kroger haven't been to kentucky but they were in kroger So it's a big supermarket, right? <laughs> yes, it's it's a huge supermarket chain. <laughs> you know. So they go grocery shopping. They talk about um, when they get ha- back to the hotel about meeting with mom. They're gonna have dinner with her because you know he feels like he needs to do something for Karini and Prieri, and you know she doesn't want to go she does not want to go she's fed up she's annoyed she's frustrated and all of the above and who blame her i cannot even blame her for that look what she's dealing with um they do see apartments in her face (sighs) yeah they do Uh, see apartments well places and she's not happy with them no she's not but again guys here we go again she's got hgtv dreams you know, the, so I thought that when you came to America, you're going to get this big house with two bedrooms and 
a whole plot of land and a backyard and a patio and a place for the baby to run around and a garage and like, I don't know. I, I would love to find out who is telling people this. But he was but, like that when he was in Brazil. That's true. That Remember? Is true. Yeah, that is true. He was true. playing International House Hunters. That is true. That he couldn't get anything with like the budget that he had. Yeah, well, that whole, uh, that whole uh, place that he had with the with the bathtub and the toilet in the middle of the floor definitely wasn't working. <laughs> I, I, I think I would have thrown him into the bathtub because it was just too much. It was really too much. He went and she says this place is as is. Like who's going to rent a place like that? Yeah, for real, because I wouldn't. Like, oh, the guy lived here for 20? I don't care if he lived there for 5,000 years. I don't care if he was a mythological creature. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, gosh. This couple, I'm telling you. This couple is like, and then he take, they, they're going, so they're looking at trailer homes, and she's not happy because like I said, she was thinking, you know, she's going to have the big kitchen with the stainless steel appliances <laughs> and, you know, and the tile floor and the basement and the great room and the extra full furnished basement with a man cave and two bedrooms and a five carport, all of this for $500. No, 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 no. So it's like, ugh. I don't know. She's like, I want to go back to Brazil. So it's like, my question is, why does she even stay with this man? It's like, I, I don't get it. Is, is he so charming off camera that we're not seeing it? Because the person that I'm seeing on camera is definitely not working for me. Well, you know, I feel like maybe he's told her that... TLC will pay us money and it's going to get good if we put up with the story. So maybe she wants fame before someone else can come and rescue her from him. Uh, so <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, I feel like she's sticking around because maybe he has, you know, he's the, he's the king of telling the wrong things. So I feel like Paul has must have said to her off Cameron's and listen, you know, we can make potentially great money. And we need to stick together, Karini. We need to stick together, Karini, because we can make so much money on 90 Day Fiance. So I feel like that's why she's sticking around or else she would have been gone. She's not going to pull a Devin. Well, she can't pull a Devin and go back and forth 5, 10, yeah. 20, 100 times. But, but the other question that I have is who the heck is she texting? Is she speaking to Jared again? Maybe. Jared, if you're out there, I want to interview you. I, I, I really do. I need to know, are you the sandwich guy? Are you not the sandwich guy? Is this made up? Do you actually speak English? What's going on? Yeah, seriously, what is going on? Because she was on that cell phone, like, ignoring him seriously hard. 
So the question is, who was she texting? Maybe she was an online dating site already trying to swipe right. <laughs> oh my gosh. She took lessons from Maria and, and Lana. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta find a new American. <laughs> ASAP. ASAP. I got a kid too, but don't worry. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is too funny. Well, I just want to say a special shout out to Casey Gonzalez. He's the guy who did our intro for 90 Day Fiance. He is watching our Facebook Live. Hey, buddy. How are ya? Hey, Casey. <laughs> Check out his podcast. Um, I got to pull up the name. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that's also, he's also known as Chef Salty Pork. That's the fan right. still thinks that's hilarious. <laughs> oh gosh but seriously with this couple i cannot and my furry best friend next door can't either like she's just like i can't it's called (laughs) we can't either so this podcast is called chef salty pork it's super fun they talk about variety of topics and you can watch them facebook live check them out definitely and he did our intro for 90 day fiance yes he's super awesome okay anything else to add before we wrap this up other than i am super glad that his mom is not giving him any money no oh yes so way to pull a fast one eh paul Oh, I feel like if Karini and Prairie show up tonight, we can try to convince my mother to help us and financially support us a little bit while I get back on my feet. I'm like, excuse me, you think she's that dumb to fall for your games? And then he shows up to dinner. Yeah. And mom's like, MVP. Mom is MVP. She's like, don't use your son as a pawn. Yeah, but the funniest thing was, Where's where's Karini and Pereri? Oh, they didn't show up. You should have told me because I wouldn't have showed up to meet up with you. <laughs> oh my gosh, that I was like, I was sitting there like my jaw was on the floor. Like, <laughs> did she say that she wouldn't have meet? She wouldn't have met up with her own son. Yeah, <laughs> she. D- <laughs> she didn't want to meet up with her own son. She's definitely the NVP because she really tried to set him straight. Like, I am going to help you. You need to do this on your own. You need to grow up and support your family. There's no more of having me helping you out. This is it. You're done. You're cut off. And he tries to throw in like, will you still help us? Like, you know, like take care of, uh, I can't even say the way they say this name. Really? <laughs> The poor child's name is Pierre, and everybody's calling him Pierre. <laughs> I couldn't believe. And then it's like, okay, well, I just wanted to know if you were going to help us take care of him. Of course, she's going to say yes, Paul. She's the grandmother. She hasn't seen yeah. that kid grow up in the first couple of months. Of course, she's going to take advantage. But like, she's not going to give it on everything else. Exactly. Exactly. And she's not visiting him in that place with the one toilet (laughs) in the middle of the floor. Oh, gosh. I don't know what to say. It's like this couple. 
whoever she's texting and he's got money, then leave. I don't know. What else can I say? <laughs> I don't know. It's super weird. It is super duper weird. But, but she is on that phone. That, yeah, she's been there. There have been sightings of them still here in the United States. So somehow he's convinced her to stay. I don't know if it's hypnosis. I don't know if he's just like got the gift of gab when like I said when he's off camera because what I'm seeing on camera is definitely not working for me I'm sorry so yeah yeah well I'm curious to see what he's going to pull what is he going to build is he going to build a house for them is he going to just buy a mortar home I even said it. It's like I'd rather be in a decent mortar home in the meantime until right. he gets that money to get a house or something. But you know, right. it's it's just Paul. Right. Paul That's being the Paul. Thing. So I mean, and the other thing is he has to get a job. Yeah, he, he has does. to get a job. But we are talking about the same Paul that lights things on fire when he gets mad. <laughs> and slashes tires. Yeah. I don't know why I find it funny every time we say it. <laughs> he burns houses and slashes tires. Well, he does because it's like, it's like, you know, I don't know. He just reminds, you know what it is? I think for me, he reminds me of the little kid that's like, <laughs> take the matches away from the little kid. That's, that's what he reminds me of. <laughs> it's like, so you don't want to be with me. I'm going to go outside and slash your tires. Need help to burn your house? Call Paul. Or if you want to slash someone else's tires, call Paul. Yeah. And we're not kidding, guys. Like, this guy actually does have, like, he has a record for slashing an ex-girlfriend's tires and trying to burn down another ex-girlfriend's house. Yeah. So this is, I mean, we're we're being funny with it, but this is this is like Legit. real. <laughs> it's this online. Real. You it's gotta online. search up his name, and you're gonna find it. He has mugshots. This guy has mugshots. He sure does. He sure does. Oh boy! Wow, what an episode! What an episode! I'm loving happily ever after more than the other way. I'm gonna say that. I am too. So hopefully these people redeem themselves this week for sure i i don't know i'm kind of like oh i gotta watch it because i want to see what happens but you know expectations from happily ever after has been up there compared to the i know i know it's super crazy it is is it safe to say to wrap this up let's wrap it up well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. Don't forget to check out CQP Moments Podcast. And thank you, Coupon Queenpin, for joining me. You're welcome, as always. And to all the listeners and to the viewers of the Facebook Live, thank you guys for tuning in. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queenpin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken. 
aka the gentleman of the gentleman lifestyle podcast hi this is stephanie valente your local massage therapist and, and you're you listening, are to listening to a little, a little, little bit of everything, everything with angelica That's it for now, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.